You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chair, Captain Chris Lee. Back with me today for Episode 2 of our Retirement Education Series is RNI Committee Chair, Captain Kevin Biggins, and RNI Committee Member, First Officer James Olson. Today, they're going to help us understand the 2023 Tentative Agreement Market-Based Cash Balance Plan, or MBCBP, and the increase in the final average earnings cap associated with the legacy plan. Kevin, let's start with you. Yeah, Chris. So I just want to emphasize from the outset, uh, the purpose of our conversation today is purely education. We want to educate our pilots on the market-based cash balance plan from TA1 and the associated FA cap increases that were part of our legacy pension plan. This is not intended to be a sales job or an endorsement. Uh, This is purely an education piece. We were tasked by the MEC to educate the crew force on retirement options available to pilots. Uh, Today, we simply want to educate what was offered in TA1 because we've received a lot of feedback since the rejected TA vote. James, what is a market-based cash balance plan? The MBCBP is a tax-qualified defined benefit plan that has DC or direct contribution characteristics. And for the sake of myself and the listeners today, we'll try to call it the plan or simply a cash balance plan. How is this cash balance plan funded? So it's similar to our DC plan. The cash balance plan is funded with company contributions. In this plan, the company would have contributed 11% of the pilot's earnings up to the IRS compensation limit. So for example, in 2024, the new limit is now $345,000. So the maximum contribution made by the company would be just under $38,000. Well, Kevin, can you talk to the pilots about how the benefit's calculated? Yeah, it's simply calculated through all of your company contributions adjusted for market returns over your entire career. Uh, You are guaranteed to receive all company contributions regardless of market performance. This is referred to as the floor guarantee, and that's what makes this a defined benefit plan. What's the investment strategy for the market-based cash balance plan? The cash balance plan's investment portfolio is quite diversified. Uh, It covers a range of asset classes, which include equities, fixed income, commodities, real assets, private markets, hedge funds, and cash. The strategy aims to balance risk targeting a long-term portfolio volatility, approximating a 55-45 blend of stocks and bonds. Since it's a qualified defined benefit plan, it must be professionally managed. This means the pilot cannot have control over the investments. Is there a minimum percentage of assets that the company is required to allocate? Yes, Chris. At least 40% of that allocation would be dedicated to return-seeking assets. And this is emphasizing capital appreciation over capital preservation. The initial asset allocation is based on a forecasted return of at least 6.5% on a 10-year projected basis. While this may seem low relative to the U.S. stock market, which is about 10% historically, it's designed to minimize volatility while growing your capital. It's professionally managed, meaning the trust will be able to invest in hedge funds, private equity, real estate, and these assets may be uncorrelated to the stock and bond market. So they can be used to potentially hedge against a market downturn as you're approaching retirement. At the same time, you could at least know that there's, if something really bad did happen, you do have the floor of the defined benefit, which is the company contributions. Well, how does this compare now to, say, an all-DC plan? Yeah, so if you have an all-DC plan, now you're ultimately responsible for your funds in retirement. So as you're approaching retirement age, you're probably going to want to reduce your risk 
i.e. reducing your exposure to stocks or other risk assets to help preserve capital. So you're probably not going to get that 10% returns in your 60s. You're probably going to be higher allocated to bonds, or if it's anything like the last couple of years with rising interest rates, potentially even cash. So ultimately, the returns in your 401k or your, your big DC plan will likely be reduced as you're reducing that risk exposure as you're closing in on retirement. Now compare that to having a balance of a DB plan. A DB plan gives you a floor, it gives you professional management, and it gives you exposure to assets that you wouldn't otherwise have in a 401k. And it allows you to continue to be aggressive in your uh, DC or 401k. And conceivably, depending on your goals, needs, career longevity, and all that, you can live off the funds in your cash balance plan in retirement and pass majority of your 401k or DC plan down to your heirs, such as your kids or grandkids via an IRA. Well, Kevin, can you talk to the pilots about where the assets are held in the market-based cash balance plan? A notional or hypothetical account would be established for each participant to track their benefits over time. While it's called a notional account, all funds are held in a trust and the money belongs to the pilot. In fact, under the market-based cash balance plan, pilots would be able to track their individual balance online. In the event of a bankruptcy, termination, or if a pilot decides to leave the company, the market-based cash balance plan funds in your notional account are yours to keep. And that assumes you've hit the minimum vesting period. Also, as a qualified plan, these funds are protected from creditors in the event of bankruptcy. Well, when is the pilot vested in the market-based cash balance plan? Pilots become vested at 100% after three years um, of vesting service, and that includes pilots uh, who are out on long-term disability. In the previous podcast, we talked about how bankruptcy impacts our legacy DB plan. Can you talk about how bankruptcy impacts the market-based cash balance plan? If that were to happen, the Pension Benefit Guaranteed Corporation, PBGC, uh, ensures the cash balance plan in the event of bankruptcy, uh, providing an extra layer of security for pilots. However, one of the major strengths of the cash balance plan, the market-based cash balance plan, is the strengths relative to a legacy pension plan on how it has a much lower risk of a distress termination. Um, and that's because the, the way the plan is structured. Uh, where assets generally track liabilities due to market returns. Therefore, it's highly unlikely it would ever be underfunded and thus subject to a distress termination in bankruptcy. Kevin, when would a distress termination occur? A distress termination occurs when a plan sponsor terminates a plan and there are not enough assets in a trust to cover the benefit obligations. And also the plan sponsor cannot afford to contribute additional assets to cover plan benefit obligations. Can you talk about the normal retirement age and distribution options? Sure, Chris. So with the plan, the normal retirement age is 62. And that age honestly doesn't really matter. It's only there for IRS qualification purposes. So there is no effect on your individual balance if you were to retire and take a distribution prior to that age. The plan can be distributed as a lump sum or it can be annuitized. Uh, There isn't an early retirement benefit, but pilots can take lump sum distributions starting at age 59 and a half. So that means at that age, if you wanted more risk reward for whatever reason, you could roll it into an IRA that you could control. And then every year after that, you could take a lump sum option up until you retire. And then at retirement, you can receive a lump sum or annuitized benefit. Uh, The most common option is, uh, is that lump sum rolled over into an IRA. Thus, your plan balance can continue to grow tax-deferred through retirement and potentially be passed down to your heirs. Are there contractual caps in the plan? No, there are not. 
Unlike the legacy pension plan, there are no artificial years of service or compensation caps. The uh, only limit is the uh, IRS compensation limit, which is required for a qualified plan. Was there any other details you'd like to share with the pilots on the market-based cash balance plan? It's worth emphasizing that the plan's assets are held in a separate trust that's distinct from the current legacy pension plan's trust. This separation ensures that the cash balance plan's assets are safeguarded only for the pilot retirement benefits. So in TA1, the company would have been the fiduciary for the market-based cash balance plan. Can you talk to the pilots some about that? Yeah, that's right, Chris. So the company would have been the fiduciary. And we've heard some concerns about the company perhaps investing the trust very conservatively. Uh, So in TA1, we are successful in negotiating strong language that requires the company uh, to use a portfolio consisting of agreed-upon asset classes uh, that target a portfolio volatility of 55-45 blend of an all-world stock index and a U.S. bond index. Uh, Also, it's worth noting that there is a limit in the amount of cash and short-term bonds that the portfolio would contain. Finally, we bargained that the asset allocation would target at least 40% return-seeking assets, such as equity, commodities, real assets, private markets, hedge funds, and some other similar asset classes, which seek capital appreciation rather than preservation. Having this language in the TA would prevent the company from an over-conservative approach when managing the portfolio. Also, it's worth emphasizing that any changes to these provisions would require the approval from ALPA. What are some of the positives of a market-based cash balance plan? Just one more reminder about what the market-based cash balance is. It's a tax-qualified defined benefit plan. The funds must be professionally managed, and they would receive tax-deferred benefits, and they would be protected from creditors in the event of a bankruptcy. Some more positives are... Uh, There are no contractual caps, so that means all your years of service will count. There's no FAE cap. Also, market-based returns uh, adjust with the inflation over a career. Another big one is in the plan that would provide a lump sum option that can be rolled over into an IRA and continue to grow in retirement uh, and potentially be passed down to heirs. Also, 100% of your accrued lump sum is available immediately to your spouse if you pass before retirement. And as we mentioned earlier, the uh, market-based cash balance design um, is well protected from a distressed termination. Well, that's some of the positives. Let's talk now about some negatives of a market-based cash balance plan. Yeah, there's a couple negatives we should be aware of. So first is the pilot assumes all the investment risk above the company contributions. The floor is 11% of your income Uh, contributed by the company throughout your career. Uh, And then the amount contributed to your uh, cash balance plan is based on career earnings as opposed to a final average earnings. So what that means is every year of your income counts to your retirement benefit compared to the current high five formula in the legacy pension. Okay, well, let's now pivot away from the market-based cash balance plan and talk about the final average earnings cap increase for the legacy pension plan. Can you talk to the pilot some more about that? Yeah, so in TA1, there is a negotiated increase to our FAE cap in the legacy pension plan. Uh, the extent of this increase depended on whether or not the pilot elected to go to the new market-based plan or stay in the current legacy plan. Pilots who transition into the, the new market-based plan would see their cap increase up to $290,000. And this would be coupled with a soft freeze on their years of service credited in the current pension plan. 
And what do you mean when you say a soft freeze? So a soft freeze means that your years of credited service would stop accruing or freeze, but you would still accrue earnings towards your FAE cap, which again would have been raised to $290,000. So how does it work for pilots who are also on the property that don't transition into a market-based cash balance plan? For those pilots who would have chosen not to transition to the the new market-based plan, their FAE caps increase vary depending on their retirement date. James, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with the pilots? So as we're wrapping up, I just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, Again, this conversation today was not an endorsement or a sales job for TA1's retirement. We're just simply trying to educate the crew force as to what retirement options are available. In a later podcast, we'll discuss uh, retirement that's available at uh, other properties. So moving forward, uh, if you have any questions about retirement, please reach out to the R&I committee. And uh, once again, thanks for listening. Kevin and James, thanks again for coming. And thanks for listening. If you do have any questions, as James mentioned, just go to our website, fdx.alpha.org, and utilize the DART link. And as always, be safe out there, and we'll see you next time.